Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. I was reading the Bible recently and stumbled across 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and it had the heading or title above it that said, Final Instructions. And that caught my eye as we're getting ready to put an end to 2020 and move into a new year. So I began to read the scripture and the Lord began to show me there are some parallels of the times that we're going through right now and this passage that we can glean from. Paul even talks about mask wearing in chapter two, which is interesting. I think the Lord has a good word for us that will help us in this time as we finish up what for some was a very, very difficult year. So let's dig in. First off, 1 Thessalonians is a letter from Paul to the people of Thessalonica. And then in chapter 3, he warns of the trials and that they would be persecuted and talks about how they sent Timothy to help strengthen the people and give them courage. Anybody listening right now that's going through some trials and could use some encouraging? Yeah, I'm sure the answer is a resounding yes. I do want to mention before I read the passage that at the end of chapter 4, Paul talks about the coming of the Lord and how the dead in Christ will rise first, and then those who are still alive will be caught up together and meet the Lord in the air. That shows that they, way back then, were expectant and stayed focused on the things of God, which that in itself is a message very much needed in these times, right? So I'll read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 through 24, all the way through, and then go back verse by verse and share what I felt like the Lord highlighted. And as I'm reading, I'd like you to just hear this with fresh ears and listen to see what the Lord might be speaking to you. Verse 12, Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice. Always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all God's people with a holy kiss. I charge you before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers and sisters. And our final verse, verse 28, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. All right, let's go back through verse 12. This is now I ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. So this is talking about a culture of honor. How many know honor is lacking in our society? We need to show value to those that are working in our businesses, in our stores, your coworkers, family, you know, and especially those who care for you, those who actually admonish you, like those who reprimand you or warn you. Paul says, still honor them, even if they're telling you to knock it off. 
(laughs) That's hard, but it's godly. He goes on to say, brothers and sisters, warn those that are idle and disruptive. Anybody have a teenager in their home? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But we all know people who aren't doing anything productive, but they still take the time to be disruptive to those who are working. Paul goes on to say, encourage the disheartened. So we're going to activate that right now. What does that look like for us personally to encourage the disheartened? So close your eyes and listen to what Holy Spirit is speaking to you. You might sense something, you might feel something, but just open your spiritual eyes and ears to hear and see what Holy Spirit wants to say. So Holy Spirit, who can I encourage that is disheartened right now? And how can I do that? So the Lord might have brought someone to mind, like a a family member or a neighbor or or a co-worker or something. So you've heard from him. Now do it. Even if it seems out of your comfort zone. If it's within the parameters of God's word, do it. Take the risk. What are you waiting for? Allow the Lord to use you to encourage others. And you know what actually winds up happening? You get encouraged. Through the act of encouraging, God puts courage in you. Help the weak, it says. Be patient with everyone. Oh, that's so hard. So does that really say everyone? (laughs) Everyone being the key word here, right? Even those who don't agree with you about masks and politics, even those who are afraid, Even those who are not afraid and severely frustrated with those that are afraid? Everyone. Wow, that's a good now word from Paul. You'd think he knew what was going on right now in our world. The scripture goes on to say, Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and everyone else. And then it says rejoice always. So rejoice. So let's talk about that. Meaning, you've had joy at some point in your life. Do it again. Rejoy like a rewind, right? You go back again and you have joy. And just in case we've forgotten what always means, it means at all times, on all occasions. One of my favorite verses is Psalm 18, 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad. You might say, well, I don't feel glad. You don't have to feel it to be it. You actually choose it. Choose gladness. Then your feelings will follow your choice. It's your choice. Don't let anyone or any demon convince you that it's not. You have a choice to rejoice. That's truth. God said it, so do it every day. Every day is the day that the Lord has made, so rejoice. It goes on to say, pray continuously, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's God's will for you. If you take your will and agree with God's will, it's a done deal. It's yours. He knows the plans he has for you, and they are to prosper you. The way you get there to God's will is rejoice, pray, give thanks. Then you are in his will. Moving on to verse 19. Do not quench the spirit. This is huge. So quench, to put out or extinguish. Romans 8.14 says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God, are the children of God. If we claim to be children of God and yet push aside or extinguish or ignore the spirit, 
then how are we children of God? How would anyone around you know that you are a child of God and in turn want to be one? You can't be led by something that you don't submit to and give honor and value to. You put them ahead of you and let them lead you. I never want to quench Holy Spirit ever, especially in our current times. It says in verse 20, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. This is saying value the prophetic. Hearing God's voice and responding has to be key in our lives as disciples of Jesus. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, For you can all prophesy in turn so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. That goes for us too. You might not be in a place where they prophesy much. In the U.S., we have gotten away from the prophetic being a normal part of the believer's life, and that's wrong. How can we be led by the Spirit if we can't hear Him and then in turn be able to share what He is saying or guiding us to do? So test prophetic words for sure and keep what's good. Throw out what's not from God, but don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Keep what's good. On to verse 23, it says, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. I just have one thing to say about about that. The one who calls you is faithful. And he is faithful to you. Are you faithful to him, even in these times? That's a question that we all have to answer for ourselves, but a very important question. It goes on to say, brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all God's people with a holy kiss. Okay, um, hold up right there. (laughs) I'm into the word of God, but right there, I must admit, I struggle. (laughs) I've heard a lot of pastors talk about bringing back the holy kiss, but I cannot get on board with that. I'm going on record. I don't want to bring back the holy kiss. I know you're all thinking the same thing. Come on. Especially not right now. How awkward would it be to do a holy kiss through a mask anyway, right? If the Lord wants to change my mind on that, you know, he's welcome to try. But for now, I'm just vetoing that. (laughs) Okay, moving on. I charge you before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers and sisters. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Do you know what that last verse is? It's a blessing. He's blessing the people of Thessalonica. He doesn't just say sincerely, Paul, or best wishes. This isn't just like, oh, may the force be with you. No, he is saying the grace, the manifest power of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Bam! There is no better blessing than that. He is choosing to release the power of God and anointing over them. You can take that to the bank. We have access to that same blessing today. If you believe it, you can receive it. So I say the same over you. As we leave 2020 and enter into 2021, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.